Sales Coaching with the Dependable Asshole, Viv Gordon. Integrity is got to be one of the cornerstones, if not the cornerstone, of your career. A lot of salespeople have get a bad rap, and that's why a lot of people look down their nose at our profession. You know, oh, I, I don't want it. Uh, don't treat me like a car salesman, or uh, you know, salespeople are always shady. That is not an unfounded statement because a lot of us in this business, we've come by that moniker or that reputation, quote unquote, honestly, right? We do these things that lack integrity. We treat our customers shoddily. And then we're surprised that we have that reputation, so a lot of times as a salesperson, you have to overcome a prior experience that a customer has had at the hand of someone who was less than scrupulous with them. You make sure that as a salesperson, that your yes is yes, your no is no. You make sure that you're always above board with your customer and they value that. Those are the things that people are surprised that, I'm not necessarily the lowest quote, but my customers have come to know that they can trust me. I'm going to give them the facts. And when they go out and research, they come back to the same points that I've made. If I've made an error, I go right back to them. I said, I'm sorry, I've made an error. Here's the fix. Or if our company does something that for some reason, the solution wasn't as good or the implementation didn't go well. I tell my customers, this is technology. It's Murphy's Law. Whatever can go wrong does, but I will always be here to remedy the solution. So you're going to have um, sales that go bad or an implementation that doesn't go as well as expected, but you make sure you stand by your product. I work for a great company, a great man that allows always, always allows us to put customer service first. It's paramount. And you find that those customers, they know that you're taking care of them. They know that there is the organization is one of integrity. You have integrity. It's very, very, very important. I can't stress this enough. And if you are just in the business of one and done sales, then lack integrity. But if you want these, I have customers I've had for 10, 15 years. They follow me anywhere. That's because they know I am going to do the best job I can for them. I go to the manufacturer, I beat them up, I beat up the manufacturer, the distribution, whoever it is, to make sure that my customer has the best. I make sure that my engineers are taking their concerns uh, into consideration. You do those things, one, you're going to put your head down at night, you sleep well. If you have to walk away from a deal or if you have to walk away from a partner,
do that. But don't jeopardize your integrity. There's a, a proverb, I think a good name is better than money. And that's how you have to treat, although you might work for someone else, if you work for yourself, it's the same thing. You want to make sure that your name or your company, the integrity always speaks for itself. You don't have to go into a place. I hate when someone says, to be honest with you, that is a, is a given. Always have integrity. Can you follow up on something you mentioned uh, a little bit earlier? You talked about uh, reaching out to a prospect, you know, with bad news. That's something that, whether in my, per not so much in my professional life, you know, my very young professional life as a salesperson, but in my personal life, dealing with bad news, telling somebody something that I thought they wouldn't want to hear or something that had gone wrong was very challenging for me. There are times when I'll hear you talk about an experience you've had, you know, with someone as a former entrepreneur or formerly working with, you know, one, uh, this employer, that employer, this colleague, that a colleague, whoever it is, how some people have a fear of or struggle to just put the bad stuff out there and deal with it. Do you think that is an, an element of a lack of integrity or a fear that prevents them from being as honest as they need to? I think it's more fear, uh, and then fear can cripple you. I don't think in uh, most cases I've seen it's not a lack of integrity, but that now comes with being courageous. In You're going to have to deal with challenges in your personal life, challenges in your career, your business life. And if you don't face these challenges head on, it is going to be crippling. I found that because I am in technology, things go wrong, I won't say every day, but quite frequently. And I don't find it difficult picking up the phone because I find that my customers respect that. If we ordered something and it got delayed, I pick up the phone, I apologize. Here's where... Uh, this is the new ETA. I'm going to stay on it and make sure you get it in time. I really apologize for the delay. Or we sold them something. Maybe there was a misunderstanding in the expectation or misunderstanding in the customer's um, challenges. How do I make it right? I don't avoid. I've seen a lot of salespeople or account managers avoid the customer. The customer's so pissed off. I've had so many accounts where I've had difficulty, and these are my customers 10 years later because they know I will never walk away from a problem. But if you're so fearful, if you're such a chicken, you're going to lose that customer when you could have easily remedy the situation. And a lot of times, it's just a matter of letting your customer vent. I had a customer a few years ago that was really dissatisfied. It wasn't so much my custom, my company's issue. It was the manufacturer, but it didn't matter because I represented, I was the face of that solution. And I told the manufacturer, go in, let the customer vent. And she vented for about 15 minutes. And then I said to her, now tell me 
how I can make this right. A year later, she did a $4 million deal with us because I wasn't afraid to take my whipping. Don't be fearful of addressing or confronting your problems. And it's the same thing in your personal life. Just because you don't confront it doesn't make it go away. If you're having financial problems and you just let it fester and fester, you've got somebody, you know, the bill collectors are calling you to the point that the next thing you know, your utilities are cut off. Whereas if you had gotten on the phone with the utility company and said, you know what, I'm having a hard time. Can I have a payment plan? Oh, you know what? Let me go out and get a second job. But the fact that you had, you hid your head in the sand, your personal or your financial problems didn't go away. They just got worse. It's the same thing in sales. Usually it's not lack of integrity why we haven't confronted the problem. It's fear. Put on your big girl or big boy pants, call the customer and remedy the problem. That fear thing is something... It's crippling. We've talked about... You're absolutely right. We've talked about... Either we've talked about it directly or touched on it at various various points in time. But that fear thing is very... I mean, it's something that we have to really try to manage and understand. And uh, I don't... I try to never say manage your emotions or, or control your emotions because I think that's a joke. I don't think you can ever control your feeling. You're going to feel whatever you feel. You're going to think you whatever. you have to control your emotions. Well, I think you have to manage yeah. them. I think, you have, I think you have to try to manage your emotions right. and understand what it is you're feeling and thinking in that moment and why. And as you said about integrity, if you're feeling like you need to hide something or lie about something, why is that? Why do you feel yeah. the need to hide that? Why do you feel the need to lie about that? And you need to understand what's going on in your head and what's leading you to that place. So that way you can try to nip it in the butt. I get scared every day. I, I Again, I'm new. I'm not some sort of expert. So for the most part, I got no idea what I'm doing. Half the time I'm winging it. Half the time I'm Let's doing something. Let's talk about that fear, though. Let's go into it. Well, one of the things that I tell salespeople is that the fear really is, if you think about it, it's unfounded. Why are you fearful to deal with a stranger? They don't know you, even if you've messed up. Discard that one and move to the next prospect. If you think it's insurmountable, okay, what's the big deal? This is not somebody you know. It's not somebody that you break bread with. It's not somebody you go to church with. It's not your children's, um, uh, uh, you know, friend of a friend. It's not the parent of one of the your children's friends. So you don't know this person. You messed up. And really, how did you mess up? That your email wasn't worded correctly or that you didn't quite understand the prospect's issues, or you had a meeting where you had a few four paws, what's the big deal? You chalk that up to experience. But uh, most of us, once we've made that error, uh, or I call them boo-boos, they're not even errors to me. You made a boo-boo, now you can never overcome. I like to analyze. When I lose a deal, I like to call the prospect or the customer, would you mind telling me why you didn't go with us? 
And once I understand that, if there's an error I made, I'm not going to make that error again. But most of us don't even want to ask that question. And then we are bound to keep repeating and making the same mistake over and over. Confront your fears head on. It's not a big deal. And once you take those, uh, that fear off the table, you find out that you're going to be so much more effective. These are just people like you and I. Don't make this person the bogeyman or don't make them bigger than they are. They're just like you. And a lot of times these people are way more fearful than you or I, because if they make the wrong decision, they've got this 500,000 or million dollar project. If they make a boo-boo, that's their career. You and I, we walk away, we live to, to, to see another day and we can make another sale. A lot of these people, it's life-changing for them. So you have to keep that in your mind as well. You might think that they're being difficult. They're not being difficult. This is literally or almost life and death for them, right? This is a person who's a CIO of a major state agency or a major company or a, a school district. And this is their whole career on the line. Wouldn't you be cautious? Well, yeah, with that fear, they have every right to be cautious. They have every right to be concerned. The challenge comes from, and you said that fear is not really real. That fear comes from a lack of knowledge and certainty on my part, on, 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 and maybe on the part of another salesperson, where they, you know, we were talking about that today. We have some opportunities percolating. And the first thing I thought was, man, I wish I had enough experience to know what might happen with this, you know, what the timeline might be. Or maybe we could just jump to the end, uh, jump to the finish line. And that's something that for those of us. you got to do the journey. And the journey, like you just started, this is you cannot skip the steps. So the more you go out and the more you expose yourself to these opportunities, as the better you're going to get. And after doing this for a year or two, you're going to start to understand and analyze each situation. After you finish that meeting, you'll be positioned to figure out what your next steps are. But if you don't have that, you're not going to get that experience by some, um, some magic wand. You have to do the work, and that's why the next two, three years are going to be crucial. And I tell you, it's just like any career. Most people do not stick to it because you're not going to be good from day one. I wasn't good from day one, but the more I did it, the better I became. The more I did it, the better I became. Now I'm 15, 20 years in. I am a sales savant. I wasn't a sales savant day one, but if I didn't stick with this, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I can tell you the majority of people quit. We just had a, um, a young man that I was mentoring, a family friend, and he just started in sales. I found out weeks after a few weeks, he just quit. Never called and asked for any assistance. I think he would have been a great salesperson, but that's the thing that really separates the, the 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 boys from the men the girls from the women are the those of us who could stick to it and i don't care what the career is the people who quit the people who don't put in the work they're never as successful 
and you have to face it too. Do I have, is this it? I always say sales are in the DNA. If you do not have that kind of perseverance, do a nine to five job. A lot of people want to get into sales because of the potential to make big dollars. Yes, there is that potential. But if you don't do the work, you're not going to succeed at it. And if you don't have the perseverance, you're not going to succeed at sales. So you also have to know yourself. If you do not have that perseverance, you don't have that in your bones, do a nine to five job. This is not for you. And I know that, and I tell people, and I'm always brutally honest, I can tell someone who's not going to make it. If you're not going to eat, breathe, sleep this, this is not for you. What you just talked about with that, that goes back to something we talked about a little while ago with perseverance and how do you get that perseverance? How do you build up that perseverance? And it seems like it just comes from putting in the work and eating glass for a little while. Mm -hmm. And you either do it or you don't. It's not, it, it, I, I guess I, I, I was mistaken in thinking that you could sort of develop it like a skill, but you really don't. You either decide you're going to persevere and push through or you're not. And my challenge you're has been- take your lumps. You're going to take the pain. And the first three years, very, very painful. That's how like you, Saeed, talk about lifting weights and developing the calluses. I've played bass guitar. You, the first few months of playing the bass is so painful because you have to develop the calluses. And now that I stopped playing bass, the calluses are gone. So I'd have to start from scratch. You have people who try to get into sales in fits and starts. You either decide you're going to go into it, you're going to take your lumps, it's going to be painful, initially you're going to be rejected, you're going to deal with all more downs than you have ups. Are you willing to do that? If you're not willing to do that, this is not for you. So my fears, the way, the way I guess my fear and my wishful thinking has manifested itself is that I simply don't know I just don't know. I don't I don't know the answers. I, I haven't been in these I haven't been in these battles enough to know what it's like to come out on the other side. And that's maybe just an aspect of youth where you want to get to the end fast because going through the process and the journey is so challenging, so new, so uncomfortable. But it seems like the more experience you have, the more comfortable you are going through the battle because you've already made it through a couple of wars. I haven't gone through my war yet. And for other people listening, maybe they're in that same boat. But for those of us who haven't been through a war, haven't been through a bunch of battles, it can be incredibly scary in that moment to think, am I going to make it? And that's something that I know I have to get a, uh, I, I have to remind myself of and I have to work through it. Sales coaching with the dependable asshole, Viv Gordon.